Amen. Take this old world, but give me Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. Amen. Amen. It's good to have my dear Hispanic brothers with me from over to, Amen. Acadia, amen. It's good to see you, brethren, with us tonight. Amen. God bless you for coming to hang out with us for a while. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Well, we want to get right in our Bible study again tonight. Amen. God has been so good. I mean, I'm telling you, I don't know about you, but I'm rejoicing in every lesson. Amen. He has been good. He's been expounding. He's been opening up understanding to bring things to our understanding. We've been talking about growing in wisdom. Growing in wisdom. Amen. <clears throat> and so this will be the last Wednesday night of this lesson. So hopefully uh, we have gotten into some of the study that we have uh, brought to our understanding so that we understand the value and the importance of wisdom and how wisdom applies to our lives. In this last days, amen, you're going to definitely need a whole lot of wisdom. You're going to need a whole lot of knowledge. You're going to need a whole lot of understanding of what's coming against the church. And, you know, Paul tell us that in the last days, you know, he told Timothy in First Timothy 4, he said, the spirit speaks expressly that in the latter days some should give heed to the seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Amen. So we need wisdom. We need knowledge. We need understanding. First and foremost, we need the wisdom and the knowledge of Almighty God. Amen. We need that understanding of who God is. James tells us, amen, if any of you like wisdom, he says, let him ask of God that giveth all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given unto him. There is no reason for anybody in the church not to have wisdom. Amen. You can't get any plainer than that. If you need wisdom, he says, you ask God who give it to all men freely and it'll be given. It'll cost you nothing to ask God for the knowledge and the understanding of what and how I should operate and use my life. Amen. We need to go to him, ask, Jesus says, and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. Amen. He does not want us to be dumb. Amen. So we ask God. Then we went and we talked about, you know, study. Study in the Word of God. Amen. The book of Proverbs is nothing but a book of wisdom. You know, today was the 31st. Amen. Everybody should have read the 31st chapter. Amen. And the book of Proverbs. Solomon's mother starts out and says, you know, don't give yourselves to women, you know. Don't give yourself the strong drink that that which destroys king. And then she talks about the virtuous woman. Who can find a virtuous woman? For a price is way above rubies. My goodness. You know, all of the wives just shout, Amen. <laughs> you know, because it's important that our women lives and understand, Amen, what God desires and how to conduct the home. You know, they make a lot of jokes about women in the home. They make a lot of jokes about husbands and wives in the home. But they should be wake-up calls, you know, because on this hand, the wife thinks this about her husband. And on this hand, the husband thinks this about her wife, and they joke around about it. But really, they might be saying we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. So we need wisdom in these areas and in our lives. Amen. And so we need to study. Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy 2.15, he says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the words of truth. So when we get into the Word of God and we begin to study the Word of God, God's Word began to enlighten us. It begins to bring our understanding. The Bible tells us in the book of Psalms, it says, The law of the Lord is perfect. It converts the soul. The testimonies of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord are pure, enlightening the eye. The fear of the Lord is clean, and doing forever. And the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired... Are they then gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than the honey that is in the honeycomb? Moreover, by them 
are your servants warned, and in keeping of them is great reward. So when we keep God's word, guess what? You remember what Peter says in Second Peter 2? He says, if you add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge temperance, to temperance patience, to patience godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, he says, and to brotherly kindness charity, if these things be in you in a bound, they make that you should neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But he that liketh these things are blind and cannot see afar off and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give all diligence to make your calling and election sure, for if you do these things, you're never going to fall, and so shall be ministered to you an entrance right into heaven. So when we do the Word of God, when we study the Word of God, when we apply the Word of God, amen, we learn right from wrong. And so when we learn those things, it's designed to keep us in the right path to lead us to heaven. Amen. That's God's ultimate goal. Remember what Jesus told Nicodemus in John chapter 3. He said this, God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. See, so Jesus has come to seek and to save that which was lost. And so, therefore, when we study the Word of God, we learn salvation, and we get salvation. Why? Because we want to be with Jesus forever. And so we go into a better place. Amen. And so we need to study the Word of God every day. You need to be in that book. You need to get in there and study. It's your life. It's basic instructions before you leave this earth. Amen. In that book, it teaches you how to be successful. And this book, it teaches you how to live your life and have a good and successful and prosperous life. But you got to study it. Amen. You don't want to be sitting in the corner with a cone on your head as a dunce. Amen. You want to be smart. Amen. God is a God of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. So you need to get in there and you need to study the Word of God. Amen. Now, last week, we talked about that we gain wisdom by what? Learning how to listen. Amen. Two of these, that means you listen more than you speak here. Amen. So you've got to learn how to listen to what is being said. So it will help you, amen, to get it in. Remember, we talked about knowledge comes before wisdom, understanding, and instruction. See, when you hear, you're getting knowledge. But you have to break it down, look at it, get an understanding, so it produces wisdom and instruction. Because once you get wisdom, now you've got to have understanding and instruction. What do I do with it? Say, so instructions really is nothing but self-discipline. You want to look at it. Say, that's what instructions from the scriptures does, is it talks about being self-discipline. That's what Paul says in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. He says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, and instructions in righteousness that the man of God shall be perfect, thoroughly furnished to all good works. Amen. So now, if you stop and think, and we talked about this numerous times in numerous lessons, you buy something from the store that you've got to put together, you know, like a table or, 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 or something. Well, as soon as you get the box and you open it up home, here's all these papers known as instructions. Tells you how to put it together. You know, a lot of times people say, oh, I don't need that. You know, they say, I don't need to look at that. I can put this together by just looking at the box. You know, and so they go and they try to put it together and then they get angry at the end because they start kicking the thing and give me a hammer. You know, and they try to hit it and knock it in the right place and all that. 
and then they still got some pieces left over, and they're wondering what happened. You didn't use the instructions. See, the company wants you to use the instructions to put it together so it'll look nice just like the picture on the box. So when somebody comes to your house and they see it and they says, wow, that looks nice. Where'd you get that? I got that from Home Depot. Well, I'm going to go get me one. You know, I really like that. Well, that's why they have the instructions in the box. Amen. They want you to put it together just like it's supposed to. Now, if it's something electrical, you better follow the instruction. You know, because if not, you might burn your house down or burn, blow yourself up. You know, and so many times you read the instructions, you know what it says? If you don't know what you're doing, you better call a professional. That's why I was reading a book the other yesterday, you know, because I, I need a, a, a blower motor for my fireplace. And I figured, I'm going to get it fixed before Christmas comes, you know, so it'll be ready to go, you know. And I'm looking in the book, and that's exactly what he said in the back. If you don't know what you're doing, you better get professional so you don't blow yourself up. Is that just like that? And I said, I threw the book on the table and said, maybe I better call a professional, you know. <laughs> so, but instructions are designed, so we have to study. We've got to study. Now, Job, amen, asked us in Job 28, 12, Job chapter uh, 28, not 28. Yeah. Where am I at here? I'm lost. Somebody help me. I know you guys are smart. Amen. Maybe it is Job. Yeah, there it is. It is Job 28, 12. Amen. I, I kind of knew that, but I was want to make sure you knew. <laughs> Notice what Job says. He says, but where shall wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? Where can wisdom be found? Proverbs 8 verse 12 says, I, wisdom, dwell with prudence. And I find out knowledge of witty inventions. So, wisdom says, you won't find me? He says, I'm with common sense. <laughs> you know, he says, you go and get with the people that's got good sense and common sense, amen, and stay away from fools. <laughs> See, that's where you find wisdom. You look over the verse 22, Proverbs 8, 22. Let's drop down a little bit. The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way, before his works of old. I was set up from everlasting from the beginning, or ever the earth was. When there was no depths, I was brought forth. When there was no fountains abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, before the hills was, I brought forth. While he has yet not made the earth, nor the fields, nor the hot parts of the dust of the world. Notice, when he prepared the heavens. Now you're going back to Genesis 1. When he prepared the heavens, wisdom says, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the depth. When he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, and then when he gave to the sea his decree, notice that the water should not pass his commandments. Don't have to worry about the, the, the seas going over. God has already got it established. You know, it's only going to go as far as he said it could go. That's why the sand is down there to pull it back. <laughs> when he appointed the foundations of the earth. Then was I by him, as one brought up with him, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in the habitable parts of his earth, and my delight was with the sons of men. Wisdom says, I want to be with you. Amen. Now therefore hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. Hear instructions and be wise and refuse it not. Amen. 
Notice, get instructions. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gate, waiting at the post of my doors. For whoso findeth me, findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me, wrongeth his own soul. All that hate me, love death. So where can we find wisdom? With prudence. With Jesus. Amen. If he was with God from the beginning, guess what? You can find him still with God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. Wisdom is with God. Paul says in 1 Corinthians one twenty four, Jesus Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. So if I want wisdom, all i got to do is find Jesus. Amen. That's what James says. Amen. If you like wisdom, let him ask of God to give it all men liberally and and, and wait if not, he'll give it to you. Amen. So we know where we can find wisdom now. It's with God. Amen. That's why James says don't just be a hearer of the word. You've got to be a doer. And your deeds will be blessed. So when we hear the word of God, we have to do what it is telling us to do. So where can it be found? It's found in God. Amen. Everything we have need of. That's why you can look at him. He's the Almighty. He's the bread of life. He's the comforter, the door, everything that you have need of. Throughout scriptures, what did the Lord say? You have not because you ask not. He knows the things we have need of. See, so we can come boldly to the throne of grace and find mercy to help in the time of need. Amen. God wants you to be smart. He wants you to know him. He wants you to have understanding how to live your life and to conduct your life according to his word. See, when you look at the children of Israel... The Bible says with many of them, God was not well pleased, and it was overthrown in the wilderness. They had God. They they had everything that they needed. He was doing everything for them to show them, to bring them to the promise, to show them, I won't forget you, I won't leave you, I won't forsake you. Those same promises are for you and I. Amen. That's why Hebrews 6 says, Beloved, I am persuaded. Verse 9. Beloved, I am persuaded of better things of you, things which accompany salvation that we thus speak. For God is not unrighteous to forget your works and labor of love, which you have showed towards his name, and that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the fullness of the assurance of the hope that is set unto you. Because when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself saying, Surely, blessing, I will bless you, and multiplying, I will multiply you. And so after he patiently endured, he got the promise. Amen. Those lessons are for us. Amen. To teach us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. John lets us know in John 14, 6, Jesus Christ is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. And no man can come unto the Father but by me. Amen. That's why John 10, Jesus says, I am the door to the sheepfold. The only way you're going to get to God is through Christ. Amen. We need to have that knowledge. We need to have that understanding. And we need to have that wisdom. And we need to draw to him. We used to come to him. What does Jesus say? Come unto me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. Amen. See, so we've got to understand the truth will make you free. The Word of God will make you free. It will bring you to understanding. That's the overall purpose. Why? 
Because the first man, Adam, was just made a living soul. We was, he was born in sin and shaping in iniquity. All of us. That's why Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, as we have bore the image of the earthly, we must now bear the image of the heavenly, which is Jesus Christ. Amen. So therefore, we have to get into the Word of God to understand that the Word of God is designed to shape us, to change us, to make us just like Jesus Christ. Because He is the Word. Amen. And so this is why we've got to study the Word. Amen. Moses writing in Psalms 90 verse 12, I think it's verse 12, Psalms chapter 90 verse 12, he says, so teach us what? Number our days. Why? So I can plumb my heart to wisdom. Right? In other words, Moses is the author of this 90 of Psalms, and Moses says, I don't know when I'm checking out. <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to die. He says, life is brevity. Life is short. You know, you might think it's long, but the older you get, you realize just how fast it really passes. You know, they say you get 50 years old and you hit this slope like, shoo! You know, you're coming down a ski slope. I know, I'm almost there. You know, I mean, I, I, it feels like me and my wife sometimes... Listen, man, it's Friday already. Where did the week go? I mean, it's like, shoo! You know, and that's the way it is. You know, the next thing you know, we hit that ski slope. Have you ever been down a ski slope? And all of a sudden, the next thing you know, you come down and you get closer, you get faster. When you, you start out kind of slow. But you get about halfway that slope, man, it picks up a whole lot of speed. And you know what you're doing? You start yelling and screaming, trying to do everything to slow it down. Sometimes you might roll off to try to stop, you know. They taught us in, in ski school how to go into what they call the snow plow. You know, you throw your skis, kind of you bend your knees in, you get them like this, and you turn those skis in so they push the snow out and make, and make you slow down. If not, you know what? There's going to be a tree down there that's going to kiss you, that's going to help you stop. <laughs> you know. You'd learn a whole lot of wisdom after that. Believe me, I, I did. I did. I did. It didn't take me long to learn how to snowplow after I took out one of those first pine trees in Alaska. It didn't take me a long time. You know, when you, you got your head is hurting and everything else, your whole body feels like you've been in a wreck. You know, it does. So Moses says, Lord, teach us to number our days that we may apply our heart to wisdom. Jesus says, no man knows the minute of the hour when the Son of Man is coming again. That's why he told the story of the ten virgins. You know, five of them got caught without. Those stories are there for examples, say, to teach us. We don't know. The call has already gone out. Think about it. Since the day of Pentecost, the call has gone out. See, we've been given the oil. So now we need to keep the lamp burning. That's what Jesus said. You are the light of the world, a city that sit on the hill. And the book of Leviticus, what was the duty of the priest? To never let the light go out in the temple and to be able to discern what was good and evil. Amen. And that's our job. We are to keep the light burning constantly. And that's why we need to be in the word of God. So Moses says, teach us to number our days. Three score and ten, Jesus says, and by reason of four score, you still got troubles. <laughs> Amen. They still work. So we need to learn to number our days so that we apply our hearts to wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. So we still make right choices. We make right decisions. So you don't get caught off guard. I don't know when he's coming. God forbid that I miss the mark having the truth. You know, I should not miss the mark. None of us that's been born again of the water and the spirit should miss Jesus coming. We should be, as a matter of fact, we should be excited. We should be rejoicing. You know, he's coming back. He's coming back. You know, what did Paul tell us the church in Thessalonica? 
He said, the Lord himself, chapter 5, 4.13, excuse me, 1 Thessalonians 4.13. He said, the Lord shall descend with heaven, amen, with the voice of God and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Amen. Those of us remain should be caught up to be with the Lord. He says, wherefore, comfort one another with these words, right? Amen. I think it's First Thessalonians chapter 4, 13 to 15 or 15 through 18. Did I misquote it? Somebody help me. Close enough for the anchor and horseshoes, right? <laughs> Amen. Yeah. 15, 16. Amen. For the Lord, 16 through 18. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to be with the Lord in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Amen. We should be talking constantly. The Lord's coming. Amen. I'm going to meet you in the air. I'm going to meet you there. Amen. Keep yourself edified. Keep yourself motivated. So Moses says, teach me to number my days. Amen. So because of that, that's why we are cautioned to do what? Proverbs 23, 23. Buy the truth. Buy the truth. And sell it not. Also wisdom and instructions and understanding. Buy it. See, when you get truth, you get the other three pillars. You get wisdom. You get instructions. And you get understanding. It comes with truth. So whatever it costs you, get truth. How much time it costs you, get truth. You know, guess what? It's free. That's why Isaiah 55, Oh, everyone that thirsts, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come by wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfies not? Hearken diligent unto me. Come, eat, and let your soul delight itself in fatness, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Amen. God made a covenant with David. He'll make a covenant with you. All you got to do is come and get it. Amen. Like the old, old country western movie used to be on, Mr. Green Jeans, you remember? And they'd be out in the field and they'd ring the bell, come and get it. You remember that? What was his name? No, no, no. It wasn't Green Acres. It was, uh, no, not Captain Kangaroo. Uh, my goodness. Oh man. No, but, uh, but anyhow, I, it'll come to me. But it was old, it was kind of like an old cowboy movie, but he was working on the farm. Uh, oh man. No, the guy that had sung this song, oh, oh, Sally and me, somebody. I, oh man, this, this is in the sixties and early sixties. But anyhow, but anyhow, she would have the music, she'd go out and ring the bells and come and get it. Come and get it, and and he'd come out in the field and from working, and he he'd uh, um, my goodness, my goodness, oh man, don't get old. <laughs> but anyhow, it's, it's free. So what is his name? Oh man, no, 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 no. Oh my goodness, Ward. Uh, anyhow, it, I, I, I'll, I'll find it. No. <laughs> but anyhow, but anyhow, it's all free. So we got to buy the truth, whatever it costs. Amen. We want to get it and not, notice what it says, and sell it not. Say, when you get it, don't let it go. I don't care how many people, you know, try to tell you it don't work. My brothers and sisters, if you was filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God gives you the utterance, and then somebody tell you it's not true, you need to look them right in the face and tell them, get behind me, Satan. Amen. Amen. 
because you have truth. That is the indicator that you have the truth. The same way Peter, when he went to Cornelius' house, what did he say when they brought him before the council? He says, if God gave them the Holy Ghost the same as he gave me, who was I to deny? Amen. What God has done. Amen. We need to realize, amen, when God shows you things in his word and it comes to pass, he's giving you truth. And you need to hold on to it. This book is truth. Jesus says heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will not pass away. Amen. We need, the Bible tells us, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. This know also that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation, but holy men of God spake as they was moved by the Holy Ghost. Amen. This book was written by the inspiration of Almighty God. And that's why over 2,000 years it has endured. And it's still going to endure. It's still the number one bestseller every year because truth will always be truth. You can't change truth. Amen. That's why you can't change Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the light. Praise God. So buy the truth and sell it not. Amen. Because if we buy the truth and sell it, we'll never know facts, we'll never know reality, we'll never know certainty, nor the actualities in life. We're never going to know. But if I keep it, it'll always be there with me. Amen. That's why Solomon, as we saw last week in the book of Proverbs, you know, it says, when wisdom enters your heart and distression is with you, it'll keep you. Amen. It'll keep you. It'll protect you. It'll help you make right choices and right decisions. Amen. It'll bring you to honor. Amen. It's going to, all, all this stuff is designed to do is to just bless you and make you better in all things. Amen. Your life is supposed to be a book. What did Paul tell the church? We are an epistle written and known by all men. So what are they reading in your life? Amen. Buy the truth. If we buy wisdom and sell it, we would be like a horse and a mule and without no, no understanding. Amen. If we buy instructions and sell it, we will always be unteachable, untrainable, uneducated, uncoachable, and without directions and guidance in our lives. We won't have any self-control. Amen. We just want to do our own things. You know, we got to have self-control. If we buy understanding and sell it, we will always be inconsiderate. We'll always be unkind. We'll always be uncaring. We will always be selfish and sensitive and thoughtless in our lives. See, so we've got it. Proverbs 19 and 8. He that getteth wisdom loveth his own soul. He that keepeth understanding shall find good. See? Notice how much you love you. <laughs> Hello, do you love you? Then you should be getting wisdom. Paul writing to the churches after this in the fifth chapter, he says, No man ever hated his own self. He says he nurtures it. He takes care of it. Amen. So therefore, the same way we should be seeking out the wisdom. Because if I don't have wisdom, guess what? I'm going to self-destruct. It's not God's fault if I miss heaven. It's not God's fault if I'm depressed. It's not God's fault if I walk around, you know, downtrodden and feel like a tank ran over me. It's not his fault. Because none of that came with the Holy Ghost. Peter says his joy unspeakable and full of glory. And the half has not even been told. See, the joy of the Lord is what? My strength. He gives me living water and I thirst no more. What did the Lord tell Jeremiah? He said, my people has committed two evils. They left me the fountain of living water and they hold themselves out cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold any water. So it's not God's fault if I'm thirsty. He's the living water. I'm supposed to be 
flowing over. Refreshed. Every day. Getting a double dose of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I was supposed to be bubbling over just like they filled them, them, them pots at, at that wedding to the brim with water and Jesus said, draw out and bear to the governor of the feast. I'm supposed to be bubbling over every day just like that. I think he told the woman at the well, didn't he? I'm going to be a well in you springing up to eternal life. So why are you thirsty? Why are you dry? Amen. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Every time something comes through you, you're supposed to rejoice. Because you're becoming a partaker of Christ's suffering. Hello. Do you have wisdom? Do you have the truth? Buy the truth. Sell it not. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us therefore come boldly. To the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. Is your saddlebag full of grace? You remember the old cowboys, they always seemed like they eat beef jerky. They always seem to have some beef jerky to chew on out on the trail, don't they? <laughs> Come on it. You should always have something on the chew on. Or either they find a weed and they chew on the weed, you know, and stuff. They're getting nutrients out of the weed. That's all they're doing. See? It's the same way. We should have the word in our saddle so that we just reach back and get it. Man, and just chew on it and eat it and love it. Amen. Constantly. Go, mmm, mmm, good. If it's, if it's like honey in the honeycomb, what do you think bears tear things up to get to the honey? They don't care about the bees. They, they just want the honey. You know, no matter how many times them bees sting a bear, he's still going to eat that honey. As long as that, he's going to eat every bit of it that's there. As long as he does, no matter how many times he gets stung. You know, so you, you need to realize the same thing. We should be the same way. We should be eating honey constantly. I think the Bible tells you in Proverbs, have a little honey for what else you? In other words, get a little word for what else you. Whatever you're going through, there's a word for it in there. There's honey in the rock. He's the rock of my salvation. David says, who is the God? Amen. Who is the rock? Say, my God. Amen. Did not Jesus said, upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it? So get some honey, man. <laughs> Have a little honey for what ails you. Whatever you're going through. You don't feel good? Eat some honey. I try to eat a teaspoon of honey just about every day. Yeah. That teaspoon, tablespoon, is all good. It's good for you. Don't eat too much. It'll make you vomit. <laughs> but, you, but, but get just enough. It'll energize you all over again. It makes you fresh. Amen. So let's come boldly to the throne of grace that we may find mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Proverbs 1.7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise what? Wisdom and instructions. See, that's why Proverbs goes on. Psalms 14 said, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. See? So we need to realize, amen, the fear of the Lord, the respect of God. Not only respect, we should fear him. You know how people keep doing the, the wrong things? They don't fear God. Sad to say, in the church, people don't fear God. They don't. They don't fear God. You know, if they was really scared of God, the house would be full every time the doors open. They would. They would get out of the world. You know, they'd be running from the things of the world. 
They'd be running from sin if they feared God. They don't, people don't fear God. You know? You know? But what did the Lord say to Israel, to Moses? Get out the way. Just zap them. Give you some new ones. You know? I say, they're going to be a whole lot of surprised people. You know? Like Jesus says in Matthew 7, not everyone that say to me, Lord, Lord, is going to heaven. He says, if you ain't doing my word, don't you expect <laughs> that you're going to get in. Amen. We, we need, there's some wisdom in that. <laughs> you know, there's some instructions. So he, he's laid it out there for us. Amen. The apostles has laid it out for us. Amen. So we have to realize the value and the importance of reverence in God. Amen. We need to follow the examples. You know, the Bible tells us to go to the ants and tell us, you know, to look at the ants, how they do it. You know, when you look at Proverbs 30, you know, he, Solomon's constantly says these three things. And then he says four, you know, he talks about four things and, you know, and how it all works to teach us, amen, that we need to be right and follow these things example, amen. You know, people always say, oh, make them happy. Just make, you know, give them that to make them happy, you know. Don't, don't, don't make people sad, <laughs> you know. I want to make everybody happy but God. First, we need to make happy is God. <laughs> you know? So I ask myself every day, is my life and the things that I do, do I make God happy? Our scripture says that we might walk worthy of the Lord until all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. I want God to be well pleased. You know, I think that's what the Bible says in Hebrews 13, 15. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifices of praise continually with the fruits of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But to what? To do good and to communicate, forget not. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. See? So my behavior and the things I sacrifice I want it to be well-pleasing to the Lord. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. See, I want God to be happy with me. Amen. I want him to be well-pleased. Job had God well-pleased. That's why he could turn Satan loose on him. You know, he says, if you consider my servant Job, there's none like him in all the earth. What about us? Can God turn Satan loose on us? Knowing that we're going to stand, no matter if we lose everything, no matter if we, our health fail or whatever, are we still going to worship God? I want to be well-pleasing to him. Amen. I want him to be well-pleasing in all that I do. Amen. It says fools hate wisdom and knowledge and instruction. You know why they hate it? Because if they get wisdom, they know they can't keep sinning. <laughs> they know they got to come out from doing the wrong. You know, that's why people don't want to stop sinning is because they know if they, start, if they get wisdom of their wrong, they have to change. They have no more excuse. Amen. One of the most passages of Scripture is quoted, Proverbs 3, 5, 6. If I asked anybody, you could probably tell me what this is. Right? Go ahead. <laughs> Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thine own understanding and all thy ways. Acknowledge him and what's going to happen. He's going to direct your path. See? Trust in God. Amen. Go ahead on. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. 
Respect God. Know that God can take you out every t- any time. So get away from evil. It shall be what? Help to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. See, the marrow in your bones keeps you strong. It keeps you standing. Amen. Verse 9. Give me verse 9 real quick. Let's go all the way down to, I got on my paper here. Let's go to the, let's go through the whole chapter. Amen. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. Everything you get, God's get first. Will a man rob God? Where you rob me? Tithes and offering. Amen. You, you want to give God first. That's respecting God. Say, you don't take shortcuts. Whatever you get, I teach my kids. If I give you a dollar, or my grandkids, I teach them. If I give you a dollar, you owe God ten cents. I don't care how you get it, where it comes from. You make sure. I teach them early. Taught them early. You know, and they still do it today. Amen. Don't take shortcuts. Because if you take a shortcut, you know what's going to happen? That's where the enemy is going to come after you. You have to realize that. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither what? Be weary of his correction. Where have you heard that at before? Hebrews 12. When you get to Hebrews 12, it tells you whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. Say, when you start reading that 12th chapter of Hebrews, it says, let us lay aside every weight in the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finish of our faith, who for the joy and do the cross, despising the shame, is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endures such contradiction of sinners, lest you be weary and faint in your own mind. And then it goes on and talk about how God chastened us. And aren't you glad? Because it says everybody he receives, he chastens. He's going to correct you. So you might as well get ready for a spanking. <laughs> you know, he's going to take you through some things. Because that's how God gets that junk out of us. Amen. So whom the Lord loved, he corrected even as a father, the son in whom he delighted. Verse 13. Happy. Here it goes. Is the man that what? Finding wisdom and the man that get it to understanding. See, when you find something, you don't get rid of it. It's like the guy that finds the treasure in the field, Jesus says. What does he do? He goes and sells everything else so he can buy the field. See, so when you find the wisdom, happy. Amen. See, when you get some more knowledge... And understanding, you get happy. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things thou can desire are not to be compared to her. Length of days is in her right hand. Where you heard that at before? Jesus Christ is at the right hand, right? Power and authority. Amen. Then the days is in his right hand, and in his left hand is riches and honor. See, God's got everything you need. Long life, riches, honor. It's all talking about finding wisdom. Her ways are the ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. See, you walk in peace because he's the prince of peace. She is a tree of life. Where have you heard that at before? In the garden? There's the tree of life. When you get to the last chapter in the book of Revelation, on both sides of the river is the tree of life. Amen. See? She's a tree of life. That's why you remember what Proverbs 8 said? Whoso findeth me, findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me, won't get this own soul. She's a tree of life to them to lay hold her, and happy is everyone that retaineth her. So you ain't supposed to be walking around sad, dejected, downtrodden. Also, we're trouble on every side, but we're not distressed. 
The paraplex, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. We're cast down, but we're not destroyed. We're always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Christ might be manifested in us. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth, by understanding he have established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths are broken up and the cloud dropped down the dew. My son, let not them depart from thine eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. So shall they be life unto thy soul and grace to thy neck. Amen? Praise God. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And all thy getting, get an understanding. And she will keep you. Amen. Hopefully everybody's got a sack full of wisdom this month. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, I magnify you tonight. Lord, I glorify you tonight. I thank you for your grace, oh, God. I thank you for your wisdom. I thank you for your knowledge. I thank you for your understanding, oh, God. You alone are worthy, oh, God, to be praised. Thank you, Lord, for your kindness, O God. Let us walk according to thy word. Let us walk according to thy way, O God. For you alone are everything to us, God, and you're so much more. O God, bless us, O God, I pray. Oh, I thank you, Lord. Let your wisdom soak in. Let your knowledge, let your understanding, let your instructions soak into our hearts. Let it soak into our minds, O God. From the rising of the sun, O oh God, to the going down of the same, may your name be glorified. May your name receive glory and honor and thanksgiving, O oh God. We don't understand it all, God, but I know in whom I have believed, and I am persuaded, God, that you are able to keep that which has been committed to you against that day. Bless your people, Lord. Surround them with your love. Surround them with your glory. Surround them with your power. Surround them, oh God, I pray, Jesus. Oh God, continue to touch and strengthen in all things, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. Hallelujah.